I'm excited for things that are about to happen. And I'm not just talking about with us. I'm talking about around the world. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, where sin abounds, what, what, what happens? Grace does much more abound. When, when darkness is here and darkness is there, gross darkness here, gross darkness there, gross darkness everywhere, the glory of the Lord is going to rise upon us. The hallelujah is going to rise upon His church. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. And so healing is a real big part of that. You know, I think, well, I don't know, maybe this might be a large statement, but I think three quarters of the Master's ministry was spent in healing. You know, what He would do is He would go around preaching and teaching and healing. He always put the Word first. You know, if you're looking for a scripture in that, it's uh, Matthew chapter 9. And uh, verse 35, I believe. And if we could pull it up there, that'd be great. Uh, Jesus went about every village preaching and teaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing, praise God, every sickness and every disease among the people. So there were a lot of sick people back then. There's a lot of sick people now. Well, you know, Jesus gave us that, you know, uh, blueprint, if you will, of teaching and preaching looks like to me we ought to do the same thing. Now we don't want to teach and bore people and we don't want to preach and you know lose our breath preaching but we want to teach and preach under the inspiration and under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And then when that happens praise God healing will begin to flow because Jesus you know he, he hasn't changed and he's not about to change. He hasn't changed. He never will change. Um, in uh, Hebrews 13, 8, it says that Jesus Christ, He is the same. Amen? Yesterday and today and forever. Well, He hasn't changed. And so when we partake of His ministry, we can follow the same things that He did and we can see the same things that He did and, and absolutely even greater things. You know, in John 14, 12, uh, just turn over there real quick. John, the 14th chapter, the 12th verse. So healing is a big part of this launching. Healing is a big part of uh, gathering and reaping the harvest, you know, because there's a, a, a lot of people um, that when they do receive a touch from the Lord, when they do get healed, well, they'll call on the name of the Lord for salvation as well. Amen. Now notice this in John 14, verse 12. Familiar verse of Scripture. He said here, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believes on me. Well, that's what we are. We're believers. He that believes on me. He said, The works that I do, shall he do also. Well, just think about some of the works that Jesus did. Jesus raised the dead. Is it possible for the dead to be raised today? Absolutely, with the manifestation of the Holy Ghost in operation, it's very possible for the dead to be raised today. What else happened in the Master's ministry? Well, we know that the deaf heard. Can the deaf hear today? We know that the blind saw. The lame walked. We know that that man with uh, uh, leprosy was healed. So there was a, a, a multitude, if you will, of miracles 
and healings that took place in the master's ministry. Well, these things, these same things are happening today. I mean, they're really happening all over the, all over the world today. But what's going to happen is they're going to happen in a greater degree. It's going to, it's going to get greater. It's going to, it's going to pick up some greater things. Amen. Some greater momentum. We sang about that song greater, right? So he says, he that believes on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Now, don't just limit that to the prophet, the apostle, the pastor, the teacher, the evangelist. He's talking about believers. Amen. 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 Every believer can lay hands on the sick in the name of Jesus. Every believer should be functioning and operating in the ministry of Christ. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. Now notice what else he said. And what other kind of works? And greater works. Greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my Father. And so I think it's really important for us to know um, the different avenues, the different ways, the different means. Even if you look at the ministry of Jesus, the different ways that people got healed. I mean, sometimes he just spoke the word over them, right? Other times he placed his hands on them. Well, God in his infinite wisdom and his infinite mercy has given us different ways, different methods, if you will, for ministering healing to people, but also to receive healing for ourselves. We know it's God's will for us to be well. I mean, if there's ever a day for us to be strong and well and whole, it's today. Amen? We've got to be at our very, very best physically in this day and this hour to really be in a position for God to use us to the degree that He wants to. And so, you know, we kind of looked at some of these ways and these different methods uh, that people can receive healing. One was just believe the Word of God for yourself. I think one of the greatest things we can do to disciple other people is give them the Word. Listen, folks, always point people to the Word. I'm thankful for the gifts of the Spirit. This is a Word and Spirit church. But we must always point people to God's Word. That is a major key to discipleship. Amen. Jesus said, you know, if you get in my Word and stay in my Word, uh, you'll know the truth, and the truth will make you free. And so that's one way that we can receive healing, and that's one way we can get other people healed. It's just give them the Word. And I think uh, Brother Hagen pastored for, was it, 12 years? And uh, I don't think he did a funeral in any of his churches. And what he would do is he would just go get in the room with them, you know, sit by the chair, sit by the bedside, and he'd just get them in the Word. He'd just go over scriptures like the Isaiah 53, verse 4 and 5. You know what that says. By his wounds we've been healed. He'd go over to Matthew 8:17. 1 Peter 2, 24, Psalms 103, verses 1 through 3. Amen. And he'd just get them the Word. He'd read them the Word. And the Word of God would take root in them. I know that there was one lady, she wanted to go on to be with the Lord. And Brother Hagin told her, and she was an elderly lady. She was an older lady. She was a minister. And Brother Hagin said, now, dear sister, you know, hey, it's okay to go on to be with the Lord, but don't go sick. Get healed and then go on if you want to. So he just got in, he got her in the word, praise God, reminded her of some things that she had known. Yeah. 
I'm sure she had known. See, it's not what we've known, it's what we currently know. Faith doesn't come by having heard. Faith comes by hearing presently the Word of God. Well, he got the Word in her. Praise the Lord. God's Word is medicine. God healed her. God's Word is medicine to all our flesh. God's, God completely healed her, and she went out and preached several more years, amen, before she went on to be with the, with the Lord. So it's important that we always point to the Word of God. We can get people healed just by telling them what the Word says. And you know, it's life to those that find them. Do you remember the first time you heard God's Word concerning healing? It was eye-opening, wasn't it? Do you remember the first time you heard the fact that you were a new creation? That you were now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? That was eye-opening. What that meant to you is your days of shame, your days of condemnation, your days of living beneath the heel of the enemy are over with. You got a revelation of your new creation in Christ Jesus. And it all comes from the Word of God. And so that's what we want to do. Is we want to continue to point people to the Word. And we want to point ourselves to the Word. Yes, amen. amen? It's good to know the Word by memory, but I believe it's better to have our eyes rest on the Word. Yes. Amen? And so there needs to be this continual feeding of God's Word in our own lives, and then we can go out and we can bless and we can feed other people. Yes. So, of course, that's one way. Uh, that people can receive healing. Another way is we can pray to the Father in the name of Jesus for healing. Amen? Look at John 16, if you will. And notice with me in verse 23 and 24. John 16, 23 and 24. And this is in the Amplified. And when that day comes, you shall ask nothing of me. You will not need to ask me any questions. I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, that my Father, He will grant you... I like that word, don't you? Yeah. Amen? We serve a God of grants. Yeah. He said, I will grant you whatever you ask in my name as presenting all that I am. Verse 24. Let's read it together. All that I am... But now ask, and keep on asking, and you will receive that your joy, gladness, delight may be full and complete. Praise God. So we, we go to the Father in the name of Jesus. It's not for Jesus' sake. We go to the Father in Jesus' name. That was a great revelation to me back in the 70s. You know, when I, when I, when I was uh, giving myself to the Word of God... I learned that I can pray. I have the right to go into the throne of God in the name of Jesus and let my requests be made known unto God. Yeah. I mean, the way I grew up, I mean, the way I grew up, it was like it was only for a certain person. And that person had a collar on. Now, we weren't encouraged to be in the Word for ourselves. Oh, but when I found out that I could have a relationship with my daddy, daddy, my father, God, and that I was welcome into the throne room of grace at any time, and that's in the name of Jesus. And so as you're, as you're ministering healing to other people, just point them to the Father in the name of Jesus and encourage them to pray that way. 
How many of you know that pray, prayer works? And prayer changes things. Prayer can change people's bodies. Amen. So that's, that's another way that, that people can receive healing. Uh, still another is found over in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Uh, no, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And notice with me in verse 9. Anybody ever heard of the gifts of the Spirit? We need to be praying about the gifts of the Spirit. The power gifts. Notice this. He said to another faith or special faith by the same Spirit to another gifts of healing. Now really, gifts of healing is in the plural. It should say gifts of healings by the same Spirit. So in the realm of the Spirit... There are different manifestations of the Spirit. There are three of them that say something. Those three gifts of the Spirit that say something are prophecy, tongues, and interpretation of tongues. Amen? And there are three that reveal something. The the gifts of the Spirit that reveal something are the discerning of spirits. How many of you know God will allow you sometimes to see into the realm of the Spirit? Amen? Amen? Now, you don't uh, beg God to do that, but if God chooses to do that, you just open up your eyes and let God be God, right? The discerning of spirits is a revelation. And then there's the word of wisdom, and there's the word of knowledge. And then there are these three gifts or three manifestations of the Spirit that do something. Amen. The gift of faith or special faith. Special faith is beyond the ordinary faith that you've been given at the time of the new birth. Special faith is when the Spirit of God comes upon you and anoints you to speak forth the Word of life and the Word of God, and it can change situations just like that. But then there's the gifts of healings. Oh, thank God. Thank God for the power gifts. Thank God for the power gifts. The gifts of healings. The gifts of healings. So people can receive their healing through one of the manifestations of the Holy Ghost. How else can a person receive healing? Well, how about this one? Look at James chapter 5. James, the fifth chapter. And notice with me, and I believe it's right around verse 14 and verse 15. James chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. It says, is any, among, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him or her, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Now notice the next verse. It says, and the prayer of... What kind of prayer? Elders ought to be praying in faith. It's not the prayer of doubt. The prayer of faith does not sound like this. Oh God, if it be thy will, heal brother so-and-so or heal so-and-so. No, we know what the will of God is because the will of God is revealed in the word of God. And because we know what the word of God says concerning divine life and divine healing, then we can pray the prayer of faith with full confidence. Amen? And so, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. 
and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up, and if they have committed sins, what will happen? They shall be forgiven him. Oh man, that's good. The prayer of faith. Thank God for the prayer of faith. This is the confidence that you and I have in him. Right? That if we ask, we could say it this way, if we pray anything according to his will, he's going to hear us. Folks, he always hears when you pray in line with his word. This is the confidence. This is the assurance. This is the boldness that we have in him. That if we just ask anything according to his will or according to his word, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, how are we going to know if he hears us? If we ask according to his word. And if we know that he hears us, we know that we have the petitions. Amen. Amen. We have the petitions of him. Amen. That's 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. Amen. So the prayer of faith, that's another way that people can receive healing is just by praying the prayer of faith for themselves. Look over at Mark 11, chapter 23, and uh, we'll look at verses 23 through 25. Man, you guys listen so good. You must be in the fast class. Amen. Say with me, I'm quick. I'm bright. I'm sharp. I'm good looking. I'm very rich. And I am a major blessing. Hallelujah. The prayer of faith. The prayer of faith. Thank God for the prayer of faith. Notice this now in Mark 11. And let's break this down just a little bit. Mark chapter 11. Don't let this be too basic for you. Just receive a good feeding tonight. Go home, meditate on what you've heard. Meditate on the Word of God. Close your eyes, go to sleep, and have a great night. Amen. But wait till you get home to do that. Now Mark chapter 11, verse 23. Great, great verses of Scripture. The Master said, For verily I say unto you, For verily I say unto you, That whosoever shall say unto this what amen first thing we want to notice here is we're all whosoever's so as men and women created in the image and likeness of god men and women have been given the privilege to speak god's word the scripture says we're a speaking spirit be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he, what? Saith. Shall come to pass. He shall have, what shall he have? He shall have whatsoever he saith. I heard this many years ago. You're either talking to the mountain or the mountain's talking to you. So we want to take advantage of talking to the mountain. And you'll notice just in this little verse of Scripture that he only mentions the word believe one time. But he mentions the word say or saith three times. 
Now, what does that mean? Well, I believe the Spirit of the Lord spoke to Brother Hagin many years ago. He pointed it out to him. He said, now you're going to have to do three times as much on the saying part, teach three times as much on the saying part, than you do the believing part. Amen. So believers, that's what we do. We believe. But a lot of believers don't open their mouths and say anything. I think it's uh, real easy to get lazy concerning speaking faith-filled words. It's something that we need to stir ourselves up in continuously. I mean as a way of life. The just are going to live how? The just are going to live by faith. And faith believes and faith speaks. Faith will always speak the desired result. Faith will always call those things which be not as though they were. Faith will always talk to their body. Body, I call you healed. I call you whole. Body, I call you strong. I call you alert, mind. Amen. Now notice. Notice the next verse. Jesus said in verse 24, here's the prayer of faith. Therefore, I say unto you, what things... Soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them. When you pray, believe that you take it. When you pray about your healing, believe that you receive it. Before you feel it, before your body changes, Believe that you receive your healing when you pray. You don't believe after you feel you're healed. Faith isn't necessary after you feel you're healed. Faith is necessary. It's important to believe you receive now. Now faith is. Believe you receive them. Believe that you take them and... Once you do that, there'll come a time where you shall have them. Now, many of us in this sanctuary have been hit with COVID. I know a lot of people that have been hit with COVID. Well, COVID schmovid. You know, we don't minimize the fact that it's been a terrible thing and a lot of people have lost their life. No, I'm not saying that. But when it comes to those in this place that do know their rights, and do know their privileges even though you got hit and I got hit and a lot of you got hit the prayer of faith worketh for us speaking to the mountain worketh for us speaking to COVID worketh for us Amen so what things soever you desire what is it you desire it might be in the area of finances It might be in another area of your life. What things, according to God's word that you desire, believe that you take them and you shall have them. Is that good news? I heard this many years ago. If we will do our part in believing we receive, God will always do his part and you shall have them. So this is another way. Another method, if you will, to receive healing. Amen? 
And then let's look over at Matthew chapter 18. Let's look at another one real quick. We're not going to preach much longer. But look at Matthew the 18th chapter. And notice with me, here's what the prayer of agreement says. People can be healed by you just being in agreement with them for their healing. And being in agreement with a brother or sister concerning finances or concerning healing or concerning a loved one being saved isn't just one of these nonchalant things. Oh, yes, I agree. Amen. Glory to God. And then forget it. When you agree with a person, you're coming into covenant with them. You're touching. You're agreeing. You're using your faith along with them. And part of using your faith along with them means holding fast to your faith. Amen. Before it happens. Agreement is a powerful thing. We should not just say, oh yes, amen, 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 I agree, I agree, if we don't really, really have it in our heart to agree. Amen. And then you get all sorts of crazy people that want you to agree with things that aren't the will of God. What do you do then? You just quietly pray, pray in the Holy Ghost, smile real big, and say, well, praise the Lord. Amen. God may give you utterance to talk to Him about it. But notice in Matthew chapter 18. Is this all right tonight? Matthew the 18th chapter. In verse 18 and verse 19. He said, Verily I say unto you, this is Jesus. Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Amen? Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now he said in verse 19, Again I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree where this is important for the prayer of agreement to work you got to be here on earth you can't be out there in the clouds somewhere you know all fuzzy headed no you got to be here on earth verily i say unto you two shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask it what will be done Now again, what's the qualifier of that? If they shall ask anything, anything, anything in accordance to His will. Anything in accordance to His word. There's a lot of people asking for things that are outside of the will of God and they're not getting them. But anyway, that's another subject. You could get into faith, foolishness, presumption real quick there. If two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of where? Of my Father, which is in heaven. So we're here on earth, we're touching, and we're agreeing for, let's say, $500,000. Amen. Why not? You know, for the ministry or however millions it takes. Amen. We're asking. We're touching. We're agreeing. Amen. Amen. And our Father, which is in heaven, heard us. Now notice the rest of this. For where two or three are gathered together. See, sometimes we think, well, we need need about 5,000 people to pray that prayer. No, you may get your prayers nullified real quick if you lean on somebody's faith other than the faith God's given you. For where two or three are gathered together in my name. 
Everyone say, in His name. He said, there I am in the midst of them. If you read some of Dad Hagen's book, once especially on the name of Jesus, which is a great book, he said in that book where it says, there am I in the midst of them, he basically said, Jesus is right there, right in the middle of our prayer to see to it that what we have agreed upon comes to pass. Amen? You've got an elder brother. You've got a father in heaven that is working with you and working for you. They are on your side. Amen? So all sorts of different ways, all sorts of different avenues that we can function and we can walk in divine health. Amen? Just speak the Word of God over your life. Go ahead and stand to your feet right now. Amen? Let's go ahead and do that. Praise the Lord. Let's go ahead and do that. Matthew 8, 17. Go ahead and say it with himself. Took my infirmities and he bore my sicknesses. 1 Peter 2, 24. By his stripes, I am healed. Psalms 103. He has healed me of all disease. Exodus 23, 25. He takes sickness away from the midst of me. Exodus 15, 26. You are the Lord, my healer. You are Jehovah, Jehovah Rapha. Hallelujah.